This episode of Comic Book Junto is brought to you by Bear Fruit, a Philadelphia-based lifestyle brand dedicated to turning beliefs into creative action and inspiring others to do the same. Head over to bearfruit.com, that's B-3-A-R-F-R-U-I-T.com, and sign up for our newsletter. While you're there, check out our other podcast, The Beautiful Struggle, a weekly conversation series hosted by me, Octavius A. Newman, featuring various guests telling their origin story. Don't forget to grab some merch from our online store. As a reward for being a loyal Comic Book Junto listener, use promo code CBJ to get 10% off your next order. Bear fruit. Believe. Create. Inspire. Now let's start the show. Welcome to Comic Book Junto, episode 26. I'm your host, Octavius Say Newman. I'm the creator of Bear Fruit, and I am here with my co-host, wide and awake, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. What's up, huh? Adam Jarvis Tatteris! You ever think Jarvis takes a nap? Like, do you think Jarvis gets tired? He does a lot. He does do a lot of work. He does a lot of work. And I feel like if I were Jarvis, I would want to be programmed to just like, I want to have that feeling where I just sit down on my virtual bed and pull off my virtual boots Mm. and say, Tony, it's been a long day. I'm sleeping now. I'll see you in the morning. Do you feel like Tony had to program in a tiredness kind of like (laughs) program so that Jarvis can actually understand and relate, you know? Yeah, yeah, I do. Actually, I feel like that's why Ultron is as mean as he is, because he would be the version of Jarvis who never took a nap. Mm. You know, he's just like, oh, my God, he's so grumpy. Just take a nap, my dude. Just fall back for a little bit. Everything's going to be fine when you wake up. Get yourself some snacks. Sometimes that's how I feel right now. Is there like a program for like eating snacks in there? (laughs) And like he has to think about it like, so I'm going to do this thing that makes you feel like you had a snack. Yeah. It makes you feel like you rejuvenate because, you know, when your blood sugar comes back up. Yeah. You're like, oh, man, I'm in a better mood. Yeah. 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 Did he program in a hangry mode? I think he did. so hungry that you get angry? Again, I think think Ultron was hangry. I feel like if only Ultron would just have a megabyte of Mm. of food. If he just had time to sit down Uh and have a megabyte. Uh Uh-huh. Go and ahead. Maybe he feel okay. Ah. Not, hey, look, hungry? Why wait? Eat a Snickers, <laughs> right? <laughs> like turn, Jarvis. Sometimes you're not yourself when you're hungry. Yeah, you're acting like Ultron right now. Yeah, have Why a you bite. Snap into a Slim Jim. That would have been a great opportunity. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like they could like <laughs> Snickers megabytes. Just want to shout out to Snickers uh, and the Eminem Corporation Mars Company yep. for listening into and the show. Makes Slim Jims. Thank you so much for listening to the show for your five stars, positive comment. Yeah. Um, I'm so tired, Octavius, but I feel so happy to be home. Yep. I got on, uh, I was on a red eye. Yeah, tell people what was going on. I was on a red eye flight coming back from Portland. Mm -hmm. I was in Portland, Oregon for the past month. I was, uh, I was. You were there for a month? uh, For the past month. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. What is time, you know? Right. What is time? Yeah. I was there for a week. It's a flat circle. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was there for a week. I was, I was, uh, touring their mountains and wilderness mm-hmm. and comic book stores mm-hmm. uh which were a little like and in that order and in that order exactly yeah and the comic book stores were a little bit like wilderness in fact yeah I, I went to two different comic book shops they were radically different from one another but they were both cool and i was struck by this, you were in atlanta not that long ago i was 
I was struck by that thing where you go to a comic book shop that's not your own, mm-hmm. and you have to learn how to find anything. Yeah, because you because you're so used to walking right in, knowing right where everything is. Yeah, knowing how they do they organize by company? Do they organize by new? Do yeah, do they organize by uh, alphabetical order? Yeah, like. Yeah, exactly. And I'm I'm at this shop and I'm looking for the Wednesday books. It's 11 a.m. on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for the books that just came out. And in this place, it's down in a warehouse, the basement of a warehouse. It's huge. Tons of back issues, mm-hmm. like that kind of place. Just yeah. boxes on boxes on boxes of yeah. back issues. And he has this, uh, the person who's running the shop has this big spinning device on a desk and you you rotate the device to find the week, the current week. It's like week 1625 and you're rotating through and, and then it's, it's almost like you're looking through a binder, hmm. you know, like binders of cards, but he has listed the new books that come out that week. Okay. Then you have to ask him, Hey, I'm looking for wonder woman one. You have it back there. And he grabs it from behind the counter. Interesting. I thought that was very interesting. So I had to learn a little, a little mechanism. I had to learn a new the Dewey technique. decimal system. Uh, yeah. I had to do the Dewey decimal system. I asked Jeeves. It was it was a hell what of did, a thing. What did you say? He says, "I don't know what you're talking about." I think, uh, sir, I believe you're in the wrong place. <laughs> Jeeves, stop playing with me, Jeeves. Yeah, don't make me come over this counter. Yeah, sir, you can come over this counter if you want to. It's going to be a misunderstanding. Jeeves was not programmed to be intimidated, so this was not getting me anywhere. I right. did get a few of my new books. Mm-hmm. He didn't have all of them, but mm-hmm. he had the books of the week. Yeah, so that is all that counted. I had a very nice time in Portland. Um, and, and we're dude, all tired. Yeah, we're sleepy now. How about yeah. you? What you, you you run ragged? You're busy. You're a busy man. Yeah, I a lot going on. I uh-huh. got a special project that I'm working on. Oh, that special cloth alert. Yeah, yeah, special special cloth alert that um, I'm working on with um, some of the local Philadelphia folks. Mm-hmm. That will be um, if all goes well, will be revealed next Friday. So it will be revealed. Um, July first. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so that's the plan. Um, Local work- Philadelphia folks, you're yeah. talking. You're talking, uh, Jazzy Jeff. You're mm. talking Mayor Jim Kenny. Mm. You're, you're talking Rocky Balboa. Could be. Uh, you're talking Adonis Creed. Adonis Creed. Could be. Yeah, some of these special you know, cloth alert. Maxes, you know, <laughs> yeah. Max, Max from Maxes. Actual, the actual Max from Maxes. He is involved. No, none of those people this are involved. Incredible. Yeah, but you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we did a bunch of stuff. We normally record comic book junto on Wednesday. Adam was out of town. That is correct. I apologize, my friends. No problem. Um, so just been trying to like spend a bunch of plates. Mm-hmm. So now we're here. Yeah. Now we're caught up. Yeah. And what we're going to do is we're going to give you guys, uh, you know, how they have giant sized issues. Yeah. This is a mini, mini, mini <laughs> size issue. Fun size. Fun size. Fun size. There it is. Yeah. Fun yeah. size. We're, we're going to do it. We're going to do a little remix on CBJ. Yes. And we're going to save news for when we do CBJ on Next Wednesday. Week. So that'll be episode 27 on episode 27. But today we're going to be focusing on some talk back. And we're going to be focusing on our pull list and the books of the week. Yes, and and then we're, we're going to go home. We're going to lay our heads down. And we're not going to we're not going to turn into a hangry Ultron. Right. That's that's how this is going to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. After you leave here, I'm going to crawl under this table and just lay down. Nap. Yeah, I'll be here until Wednesday. Right, because we I'll don't s- have healing factors like you <laughs> no, no. You know no. what I mean? 
<laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. So well, let's, what we're going to do. Well, first of all, this is your first time listening to Campo Junto. Thank you and welcome. Um, this podcast is brought to you by Barefruit. Barefruit's Philadelphia-based lifestyle brand dedicated to turning beliefs into creative action and inspiring others to do the same. So you can go to barefruit.com, sign up for the newsletter, check out our web store. Newest thing that's up on there, the Baxter by Andy Gellenberg pin. Mm-hmm. So it's an enamel pin. You put it on your jackets, put it on your hat. It's real sharp too. You know, it's heavy. Not literally sharp. Like not going to hurt yourself. Like on if that. you, if you, but you know, it's sharp. The pin's sharp. I love it. I think it looks real nice. I actually want to get one and put it on my lapel. I have to put on a suit mm. after you and I are done here. Oh, yeah. I want to get one of those and put it on my lapel. Yeah. So mm. we like that artwork so much that we decided to do some other stuff with it. So you can grab that. That's up on the site. Um, also, check out our other podcast, The Beautiful Struggle. Oh, I went to New York. That's what I forgot to say. Oh. I went to New York mm-hmm. on on Friday and recorded an episode of The Beautiful Struggle with Andrew Chen, who's yeah. like my OG from many years ago. Yeah. So that was fun. I went to his shop, Self Edge, and I sat and I talked with him. So that's another reason why I'm a little tired, mm-hmm. taking the bus back and forth and all that. It, because we, you and I are world travelers. Uh, hopefully. Is what this is about. Hopefully. We were covering either corner of the United States. I was, right. I was keeping it down. We were basically, like, if you unfurl a map on the mm-hmm. table, you just got to hold the corners down. Yeah. I was holding the corner up in the Pacific Northwest. Yes. And you were holding it down in New York. Holding it down. Yeah. So it doesn't roll up. Bottom half is just furling up. It's just, like, rolling all over the place. I wish we had somebody to hold it down. Shoot. Can't need, be everywhere at once. We need somebody to hold it down in the South. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what I was doing. But, yeah, so that's what's going on. Check out that episode with Andrew Chen, A Beautiful Struggle, that's coming up um, next Wednesday. So you'll be able to check that out on the 29th. And keep your eyes peeled on Bear Fruits Instagram and because I'll be kind of revealing some stuff about that special special project mm-hmm. coming up to the week leading up to July 1st. Listeners, I have no idea what he's talking about, you by the see. way. So, like, this, the secret... Extends to all of us, Mm -hmm. including people, person in this room. Yeah. Right. I'm on the edge of my seat. I need to know. And I've got some ideas of what it could be. I feel like some of them uh, are more probable than others. Is it space travel? I cannot confirm or deny. Is it uh, uh, streetwear for space travel? I cannot confirm you heard it here first or deny <laughs> comic book junto news <laughs> exclusive if it is streetwear for space travel <laughs> i didn't i can't i don't you know does it have anything to do with interstellar stellar i don't know that that reminds me that reminds me quick aside before we hop into it uh the, the day that i i show up in portland i, I watch the show portlandia a lot hilarious i love portlandia hilarious uh, show. It, it's so good it's on netflix if you if you know if you don't know what we're talking about go on watch a couple episodes yeah carrie Brownstein and Fred Armisen and and is so damn funny and I was fully expecting Portland to be like that and guess what what it is <laughs> and really yes it is a buddy I got some buddies out in Portland I want to go visit it's uncanny and we are we I rent a car um, girlfriend and I were driving from the airport to our Airbnb and we passed this van this mm-hmm. giant van mm-hmm. it's airbrushed to look like a scene from Space Jam it's got the nerd lux on one side, and okay. they're all grown up, the uh-huh. monsters. Uh-huh. It's got the nerd lux on the other side, but they're little. And it had a giant basketball hoop on the top, mounted to the top of the van. So anywhere this van pulls up, you just pull that hoop down. Right. And you, you're shooting hoops. You're jump man. There it is. This, this is it. That was it. 
So this is. is why I'm thinking streetwear for space travel. Hey, you know, Space Jam. Space Jam. We'll find out. I spent a lot of time thinking about Quad City DJs this past okay. week. Okay. A lot Interesting. of time. Yeah. How was that? <laughs> Not great. No. <laughs> <laughs> I regret all of it. Okay, okay. Uh So let's start out with yeah. uh, let's start out with talk back. Let, yeah. Like, we should we should go ahead and start listening to our listeners because I'm not doing a good job of talking. So we're going to rely on y'all. Talkback is the segment of our show in which we ask for your voice. Uh, all of you who are listening to the show right now, you can contribute to Comic Book Junto. You can tweet at us at Comic Book Junto. You can use the hashtag Comic Book Junto. You can also use the hashtag AskCBJ, and we will pick our favorite from the lot. Hey, just let me clarify something about AskCBJ. Yeah. It doesn't have to just be geek stuff. Mm-mm. If you want advice, you know... You can mm-hmm. ask us questions. Mm-hmm. You might, mm-hmm. If you don't want to put it out in you know, public, you can send us an email, comicbookjunto at barefruit.com. That's mm-hmm. B-3-A-R-F-R-U-I-T.com. And you can say, hey, don't use my real name, but I need advice from my friends. Because the truth of the matter is, geek friends don't only talk about geek stuff. Yeah, You know what I mean? So yeah. if you want to know something about whether you should punch that guy in the face or not, <laughs> ask Adam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I am. I am a, a, the ultra violent one of the crew. Right between yeah. the two of us, I would yeah. be the one to ask. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but seriously, whatever you want to ask us, you know, shoot us a line. Either way, mm-hmm. it doesn't just have to be geek stuff. Mm-hmm. That's one hundred percent correct. Um, given that, actually, I want to I want to start with uh, an ask CBJ that isn't actually a question per se. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to put this out there because I really appreciated someone sending this idea to us. And I want to acknowledge that. This one comes to us on Twitter. It comes from at Michael HRRS, which I believe stands for Harris, Michael Harris. Mm -hmm. Uh, Michael Harris says, could you guys do a series or a segment called Runs Worth Reading? My idea is to pick a character and then highlight two or three runs that are must reads for that character. Help the rookies like me get up to speed. I like that. I, I think that's a cool idea. Yeah, I've actually asked for that myself. Yeah, when exactly. I go, when I go to a comic book store, I'm like, oh man, Punisher was great in Daredevil. Mm-hmm. What, like, what, what and li- literally, what's the Punisher run I have to read? Yeah, what do I need? The to one know? I got, like, what's the one? Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, and then you you might you might get two or three answers out of that. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Especially I was- if you were to ask me, Batman, there's like. It, it, and that's the thing you know too. I mean? With so Batman, you can say, "Okay, do you want to? You want more traditional Batman? Do you do want you more want detective? Campy? You want Batman Inc? You want campy Batman sixty six? Right. There's so many places to go. But clearly, it's almost like a playlist. You know what? What are your favorites? Right. What are the ones that you think illustrate this character in all of the different forms and variations? Mm-hmm. And I immediately started thinking of the movies that are coming out. Yeah. And thinking, okay, look, if I want to just get up on Doctor Strange, where do I start? Where do I, well, yeah, where do I go? And sometimes the answer is you should be reading what's coming out right now. Jason Aaron is doing a Doctor Strange run with Chris Bacalo, and it's really dope, but that doesn't really do anything for the history of the character. Yeah. Uh, so I'm thinking along those lines. And Michael Harris, I think this is a great idea, and I feel like this is something you and I uh, can stew on. Yeah, because I think that Whenever it comes to anything that Adam and I want to add to the show, there's a couple, couple, you know, passes we put it through. Mm. One is, is this going to be ongoing or is this going to be a one of? Mm-hmm. And two is, do we have the requisite ability 
to to execute it with a level of like excellence. You know what I'm saying? Can we talk about it without sounding like dopes? Right. Yeah. Um, so I do think that this would take a little bit of work on our part, mm-hmm. which we're not necessarily afraid of doing, but we want to make sure we can, if we're going to commit to doing something, I'm going to do justice every week. Is it going to be every now and then? Is it going to be random? Um, Cause we would have to do research if it was like Dr. Strange. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I'm not the biggest Dr. Strange reader. So, you know, it's a good idea, but you know, what's interesting, we have some other ideas that we were, that we were talking about between us that we haven't put out in public yet. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to balance what exactly are we doing with comic book Junto? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right now, you know what to expect. You expect news, you expect answering, talk back, you expect books of the week, you expect pull lists. People, the the people want Kevin Kevin Hart news, the people want the news about The Rock. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. People want to know... Did you, by the way, did you hear that Dwayne The Rock Johnson (laughs) had candy for the first time on the Jim Fallon show since 1989? Candy. Candy. Like sweet pop rocks. What? He hasn't eaten candy? Since 89. This is what the people want. They oh, want wow. that information from us. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. No, that's news to me. I didn't know that. There you go. See, all this time I thought I was I was so much like The Rock. Mm-hmm. I really thought that. Little did you know. But like not even 12 hours ago, I was on a plane between Denver and Philadelphia, and I ate an entire family-sized bag of peanut butter M&Ms. It's that's, made with real yeah, peanut butter. That sounds about right. So I thought as I was eating them, I'm like, man, I'm so much like The Rock. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> it turns out. Yeah, it turns you pull out. your phone out. You're eating m and looking at yourself. Look at me. <laughs> Just out. like Dwayne. Adonis. <laughs> ah, wow. Check that out. Look at that. You see that? Wow. Yeah. The resemblance. So the, look, this, we, the point is to say we know why you're tuning in, my friends. Right. We know why you're tuning in. But we want to make... Yeah, so if we're, if we're going to add anything, do you want to talk about the uh, the commentary thing we were talking about? Oh, we were talking about doing, um, if you're familiar with it, riff tracks, yeah. uh, but maybe not specifically to goof on it, but watching a movie and recording Octavius and I doing commentary, live commentary on the film. So you would be able to cue that up and watch the movie along with us. And it's like, we're all sitting on the same couch ripping on Daredevil yeah. or something. So yeah. we thought that would be like, so, so for example, to kind of like give you an example of something that we're thinking about. That's an option that we're thinking about. Yeah. Okay, so it'd be like three, two, one, play. Mm-hmm. So everybody listening all over the place would be able to hit play at the exact same time mm-hmm. and watch Jupiter Ascending. Yes. Together. Yes. I create life <laughs> and I destroy it. Right. Adam's favorite movie. I love that film. But at the same time, Adam and I would be talking about it. So the only thing you'd hear through your ears is our voice. Mm-hmm. But it's like we're sitting with you watching the movie with you. Mm-hmm. Half-baked idea that we're considering doing. Matter of fact, look. Hashtag ComicBookJunto. ComicBookJunto at Barefruit.com. Hit us up. Let us know what you think. Yeah. You know, is that something that you guys would be into? But just kind of giving you some insight as to like when we're considering adding something we want to make sure that we can do it well. Yeah, and along those lines, you know, we want to utilize the resources that we have, e.g., you, the listeners. Right. So if if one of you knows a whole hell of a lot about Booster Gold, mm-hmm. um, teach me. Send me an email. I'll read. We might we might read it on the show. Yeah. You let know me what? know. Wait, hold on a second. We might have just figured it out. Mm-hmm. We might have just figured it out. So why don't you guys send us? some recommendations. Yeah. So why don't you sit down and think, Hey, you know what? 
Booster Gold. Mm -hmm. Here's what I think the Booster Gold run that you should read. Yeah. You know, here's what I think the Blade run that you should read so that we can kind of get some feedback from you guys. It doesn't have to be all on us. No, no. And that's the thing. A direct contribution to this show, to Octavius and my understanding of a character and to you, uh, our understanding of, of you and, and what you love. And what you're into. Um, there, there's so many ways that we can help each other figure out the best stuff on earth as far as comics go. And I would love to be a part of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like there's so many characters that I, I, I want to know more about. I just need a personal recommendation. Somebody just needs to make a personal recommendation to me and says, here you go. This is the thing that I love. Go in this direction. So all that to say, we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh-huh. the answer is great idea. But we can consider it and see what we can come up with in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank you for the recommendation, and we're open. That's the, that's the other message that we want to communicate to you. That's something that we're open to. We're open to suggestions. We're open to ideas. I mean, the reason why we're doing two books of the week right now is because someone suggested it. That's right. Yeah. Somebody was like, "We feel like we." I feel like you guys are kind of skimping on the books of the week. Yeah. Yeah. They like lit straight up and down. I would like you to do more of that. And we said, you know what? That's a good point. You mm-hmm. know, we have been kind of short. Mm-hmm. So there's sometimes we can add add something and sometimes we can't. So keep sending your recommendations. Thank you very much for that tweet, Michael Harris. Uh, other piece of talk back. This one deserves a little, I think, pretext. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to read it. I'm going to let you flesh it out. Okay. Okay. This one comes to us from at Poor People's Pod. Uh, AKA, what, what was his name? Lord Pennyless. Lord Pennyless. This one yeah. comes to us from our, our good friend, Lord Pennyless. He tweets, ask CBJ, what if man, man gets the infinity gauntlet? <laughs> what if man, man gets the infinity gauntlet? <laughs> yeah. First okay, of all. So, all right. Stan Lee right. rule of podcasts. Every podcast might be someone's first. Right. Right. So let's let's break this one down to an atomic level. Yeah. Man man. Mm-hmm. Who is man man? Man man is a <laughs> <laughs> You can't even say it straight. Man man is a baby. <laughs> a shoeless baby. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Who walks around in his diapers. That's no, right. Shirtless and shoeless baby. Every time I think of man man, I think of Bebe's kids. That's uh, a very the good animated picture yeah, in the nineties. Like, tone low voice, the little mm-hmm, baby. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. ain't time to go. You trying to leave us? Mm-hmm. That, that little kid? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man man is a a, a fictional creation that of it, comic book junto. Yeah. Apropos of what? I don't remember. Oh basically when I when I was little and I lived in Florida, there was a little kid. <laughs> That was like two houses down. Yeah. Um, and this little kid would walk around outside. And it was to be normal to walk around outside barefoot. But he had this diaper on and no shirt. And he was barefoot. <laughs> and his mom be like, man, man, get in this house. Like, and it, that was the kid's name was Man Man. <laughs> <laughs> so inspired by Tree Vince. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, look, look so sometimes man we man talk about. just growing into this funny Little bit. The man, man makes a cameo from time to time. Yeah. Right. Man, man's mom actually is like the narrator (laughs) of the story. I don't think we've ever heard man, man speak. What we really hear is man, man's mother constantly redirecting him. You know what I mean? Because man, man apparently is not someone who listens to instructions well. Man, man, get away from Galactus. Stop it. Put your shoes back on. Stop it. He's a celestial. You know that. Stop it. 
I'm not going to keep telling you the same thing, boy. <laughs> now, if man may got the Infinity Gauntlet, <laughs> listen, I don't know if <laughs> I don't know if the world is ready for man man to have the Infinity Gauntlet. Because see, the thing is, I don't think man like with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Man man doesn't really strike me as the kind of guy who's going to be able to like really take power well. Like he's not quite developed. Like he doesn't even put shoes on. Like no. I could th- I could see man man walking outside of the house if he if he's out the house without no <laughs> shoes on. <laughs> First of all, you think he's going to remember the Benny Gauntlet? No, no. He's probably leaving in the house. I imagine I imagine him walking out the front door wearing no shoes and wearing the gauntlet and just dragging, dragging it the him gauntlet on the ground. Just him. dragging it on the ground. Now, pick him. it up off the seal, not appreciate nothing. Galactus done let you have the Infinity Gauntlet, okay? You're scratching the jewels all up. You're going to piss off your Uncle Thanos. Uncle wait, Thanos, wait, wait till I wait till I see him. Wait till I see, oh no, don't come. No, you want to come in the house now? Don't cry now. Don't cry now. So, Lord Pennyless, the answer is, if Man Man got the Infinity Gauntlet, we're all doomed. Okay, that's right. Yeah. So, if that's we're right. worried about Thanos getting it, we need to be worried about Man Man. I feel it. like you know, I don't. What are Man Man's thoughts at this? Point? I don't believe Man Man has an ill bone in his body. You don't think in so? His, a, a, a ill bone in ex- his tiny he just, body. He just wants to explore. Yeah. I think he's just drooling on stuff. He just wants to touch on stuff. Childlike innocence. That's <laughs> yeah. all he's trying to do. When he's leaving the house, he's like, Mom, you got to let me free. You got to let me go. I'm going to use the, uh, the infinity gem, the, uh, the, the, the reality stone to just make it so I can just drool on anything. Wow. I just gnaw. That's his <laughs> I'm just, focus. He's going to numb That's on focus. this. Yeah. So if Man Man gets the Infinity Gauntlet, hell breaks loose. Who knows? What's we don't. Going I on. don't think. I don't trust him. I. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Well, look, Young Metro is going to have a hard time yeah. putting Man Man down. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he's got the Infinity. Yeah, if Young Metro doesn't trust Man Man, that's his one thing. But if Man Man has the Infinity Gauntlet, good luck, dude. Yeah. So. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate. Hey, that's a great question. That's a good question. An amazing question, especially for two delirious podcasters. That's that right. You got you got what you asked for. That is hopefully correct. we delivered on everything that you wanted just now. <laughs> well, that's what I was curious. Actually, like what what actually, Lord Pennyless, what actually were you hoping to hear? He's like this. That was about it. This is exactly what. <laughs> I so thank you for the five stars and the positive review, Lord Pennyless. We appreciate that. Speaking of that, I want to oh. read one of our reviews. Um, thank you guys for giving the five stars and positive comments. We talk about it and joke about it all the time, but yes, we, do. we really appreciate when you guys actually do it. Yes, we do. Because that helps us out. That helps us get to be noticed by other people, helps us to share, helps us to get a higher ranking on iTunes. So if you are enjoying this, leave us five stars and a positive comment, and we might read one of your joints on our joints. Speaking of joints, um, we have a five-star review, and it reads, not only do they dispense trillium, on the mm. regular, on the regular, but through tweets, they also taught me how to spell John. <laughs> Books of the week, talk back, news, and a J word of the week. Yeah. Five stars. Yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. We out here teaching literacy. I had a, with my, uh, my, my girlfriend, Timory, she asked me over this past week, she says, how come someone was on Twitter 
calling you John Bone. <laughs> and then follow, follows that up. She's like, why is it like how long how long has your Twitter account how long has your Twitter account been named Jumpman? And I was, you know, here's the thing. <laughs> Both of those are very legitimate questions. Oh god. Both of those are very legitimate questions, which is what prompted me to respond to her. Wait a minute. I could have been she's so confused. Yeah. Like I get it. And the people listening get it. But she's like, wait, why is somebody calling you John? Should I be offended? Are they disrespecting you? It's like, no, this is fat. These are my friends. Yeah. Calm down. No, we're, I just, we're cool. like a respond with, I didn't even have an answer. I just I responded. I, I replied to her line of questioning by saying, that is an excellent question. <laughs> that is an excellent question. Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. Do you want to know what happens next? <laughs> Why was somebody calling you? John Bone. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Hey, man. we have some fun, do we not? <laughs> we yes. have some fun. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. So, like we said, this is going to be a shorter show. So, we're going to go into our pull list at this point. Yeah. So, into the brown bag. Yeah. Um, happy, uh, hey, um, retcon. I'm going to just retcon this one. Happy belated brown bag, brown bag day. day. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I have a few extra books that I, I want to mention, at least just it. a moment. Go for uh, it. I visited Powell's City of Books when I was in Portland. It is a bookstore that is an entire city block, and it's like three or four floors. It is beautiful. I love it so much. I was lost in it was and very happy. calling you John Bone. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't the half of it. That ain't oh, the half of man. it. But I want to shout this out because I, I, I don't usually take the opportunity. But you know, it's not just comics. I read a lot of uh, novels, a lot of paperbacks, a lot of long form books. <laughs> you got, I, okay, folks, Octavius <laughs> is trying like hell to hold, to, to hold it together. He's trying. How long is your name been John? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I guess it's been about yeah, like a couple pick, weeks. I'm, pick, I'm like picturing two, two, three weeks. the interaction. But <laughs> she's really concerned. And here's the thing. She's a journalist. Okay. She's a, she's an, she's an incredibly smart woman. And she's just saying, how long has this been going on? What is this? All right. I'm sorry, internet. I'm back together. Okay. I uh, I rarely take the opportunity to talk to talk about what I am reading outside of comics, but I I was at Powell's City of Books. I picked up a couple of books, and I think they were worth mentioning. Uh, I was gifted a copy of the book Ready Player One, which is being turned into a movie soon. Yeah, I saw that. I, I have not read it, but it definitely falls inside of geek culture it's about like an online game and people are kind of a willy wonka thing the guy who mm -hmm. creates this online mm -hmm. game passes away and says if you find these easter eggs all of them then you uh you you gain my fortune the fortune of my entire business basically oh, i'm about to find that yeah right so i'm reading that and i picked up two books of note for today one is marvel comics the untold story by sean howell I'm really excited about that. It's a historical look at Marvel Comics mm -hmm. as it started, as some of the characters came together and what it was like to work there. I would there. love somebody to make a great doc, like a really awesome same, documentary. Same, same. And I've heard excellent things about this book, so I'm excited to jump into that one. But the one I've been spending my time on, I also picked up this past week, is The Secret History of Wonder Woman by Jill Lepore. Okay. And it is the history of William 
Marston, the man who created Wonder Woman mm-hmm. and why he did and the very strange circumstances of his life. He's also one of the people who's credited for inventing the polygraph, the lie detector. Ah, oh, I see the connection. Hence the lasso of truth. Lasso of truth. And it, it's talking about, you know, the, him growing up in the early 1900s and what it was like to discover um, the women's suffrage movement and feminism and why this man decided to create this character. Super, super stoked. I'm a few chapters into it. I love it so far. Mm-hmm. So outside of comics, there, there, there are a lot of other things to investigate, and I'm loving the secret history of Wonder Woman. That's what's up. My pool list. All right. My pool list. She-Wolf, number one. This is an image book oh, that just came out. I was attracted I to the cover. One. Yeah, the cover looked real nice. I read it. I have no idea what's going on right now, but it's real pretty. And I want to spend some more time on it. I like it a lot. She-Wolf number one. Bitch Planet number eight. I got to get caught up with that. Man, I've been waiting for this for a long time. Has that been delayed for a minute? It has been delayed for a minute. Uh, Bitch Planet is phenomenal. And one of my favorite parts of every book is the letter section. The essays and letter section in the back, not to be skipped. Mm. It is so good. Book lists and recommendations and everything about this book is, is it's exquisite. And then, of course, our books of the week, Power Man and Iron Fist, number five, and Wonder Woman Rebirth, one. Are we calling, how, how do we refer to this? It's just Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman number one. one. Right, Wonder Woman number one. Yeah. Wonder <laughs> Woman number one. All right. So here's what I got. I got uh, John Bone number one. <laughs> <laughs> How long no. you been reading John Bone number one? I got Deadpool versus Gambit number one. Hey, that's a real pretty cover, by yeah. the way. Phil Noto. Yeah. I got Batman Detective Comets number 935. They picked up the original numbering again. I don't understand. The Flash number one. Mm-hmm. Nighthawk number two. I like I said, I wanted to give this an arc. That was know? one that I wanted to pick up, yeah. and he did not have it in stock. Yeah, I want to, you know, the first one, I was like, uh, I don't really know, but it's only one issue. You can't really call it from one issue. Yeah. But it does seem like an interesting enough story that I'd like to see where this goes. Like the, like the concept of what's going on, I want to see it unfold, because I can't, I can't call it from the first issue. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I got to correct myself, by the way. This, I, I said Phil Noto did the artwork for Deadpool v. Gambit. The cover is Kevin Wada. I got a different guy. Power Man and Iron Fist, number uh-huh. five. And I got Wonder Woman, number one. Those are the books of the week. Yeah. So let's get into the books of the week. At this point, we are about to spoil, talk about, and dissect as best we can Wonder Woman, number one, and Power, Power Man and Iron Fist, number five. If you mm-hmm. have not read these, we're about to spoil it for you. That's so, right. If I was you, I would A, pause, read these books, and then come back, or B, just get ready to get spoiled. Mm-hmm. So if you go on from this point forward, you ask for it, I think we should start off with Wonder Woman number one, and you are about to get spoiled now. Let's go. Wonder Woman number one. We are look, taking a look at the continuation of what we read, I think it was a book of the week, two weeks ago. Which was right, the rebirth coming, one shot coming uh, double. This is double shipping. Mm-hmm. So this is coming to us from Greg Rucka, and the illustrations are uh, what is it? Liam Sharp, and this book has a lot going on, and it is very invested in the history of Wonder Woman. I guess 
so as I experience with Flash, in the Flash book that, that we've done before, there's a lot of talk of Flash and the past, mm-hmm. right? Wally West and Barry's past and characters that are very quickly introduced, but it's more along the lines of like, we're hoping that the readership will recognize these people. I feel like what's happening here in Wonder Woman is the same where we have Wonder Woman herself and we have Steve Trevor. He shows up. And we have Cheetah at the end of the book. Mm. She shows up. And there's a lot of very quick intro. Like, hey, you probably know these folks, so you're probably going to be happy to see them again, huh? If you're not familiar with Wonder Woman, however, you do a lot of this. Huh? Who's that? I did a, I did a lot Who's this? of that. <clears throat> so what I experienced in this book is very little, it felt like. Yeah. Wonder Woman rolls up in the jungle. Uh, she's like, hey, I don't want to fight you, and spends a lot of her time saying, I don't want to fight you, but to whom? I don't know. Right. And she gets attacked. Meanwhile, there is a, a woman in a control team in this security room, and they're looking at these monitors and headsets. No clue what they're talking about. No clue. And they're talking to a group of militants led by Steve Trevor. I do know who that is. Yeah. So Steve Trevor is the love interest who has always been around in Wonder Woman comics, mm-hmm. the, the Mary Jane Watson to Peter Parker. Right. Right. And you know, this is the guy who washed up on the shores of paradise Island in the very first Wonder Woman. And Wonder Woman's task was to take him back to the United States and to help him fight. So we got him. He's looking grisly. He's talking about, I guess, Diana being his ex. They uh, like they haven't been they haven't talked in a while. It's been a little while. Like that. See here, let me let me just jump in here. Mm-hmm. Artwork looks cool. Yeah, it's good. Okay, it's not the sort of thing that I would just go out of my mind for. Yeah, it, but not, it, it's it's serviced. Yeah, I mean, so the artwork is not like I, I you know I don't know. There's different there's different illustrators. This illustrator isn't bad. It's it's good. They're talented. Yeah, but you know that's that. However, comma, this story, I mean, for a number one, for an entry point, yeah. what are y'all talking about? Agreed. I don't know who anybody is except Wonder Woman, Sp- Step Steve, mm-hmm. and Cheetah. Mm-hmm. I know who they are. And from reading Wonder Woman Rebirth, number one, I know apparently Wonder Woman is confused about what exactly is going on. Yeah. You know? lies and truth and who said what and i remember but i kind of don't remember and i'm you know so she's in this place trying to figure out information she's trying to seek information that's right and that's all i know that's about all we have this book didn't give me much else yeah so i don't know if this is set up i don't know if there's more information to come but i will tell you like we've talked about in books before I don't spend a lot of time reading stuff I'm not enjoying. Yeah. This is kind of getting there mm-hmm. from this issue. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I didn't really enjoy this. You know what I mean? I do. I do. It, it, I, I read it and I looked at you and I went, what was that? Yeah. It, like, if it's just hard for me to understand what DC's doing. You know, now we talked to the guys at Brave New Worlds and they're like, oh man, it was so great. Yeah. Because about, not this book, but a lot of this DC Rebirth stuff. They love it. Oh man, it was so amazing because blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, what's that? And it's like, oh, this is referencing a lot of old yeah, stuff. That's right. It feels and like said, most oh, of it. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, lo- I'm lost on this. Yeah. It feels like a lot of their love is steeped in nostalgia. Yeah. And, and if I were to hand this to like my wife, 
she wouldn't know what the heck is going on. It's been, no. and, I, and I read comics and I don't know what's happening. Yeah. So I don't know how DC's expecting to get and keep new, newer readers or people who haven't read, you know, all the past stuff. I would assume that number one would be an entry point where everybody would have enough information to enjoy this. Just a little bit of introduction. Yeah. Would be great. We, you know, we're introduced to a new char- character. I, I think she's a new character. I don't recognize her. Etta. Etta Candy, I think, Etta O'Candy. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is corresponding with this military group that is led by Steve Trevor. I don't necessarily know why this is happening. I'm sure we will find out in time. But it is notable to Etta that Wonder Woman is showing up in this scene. Like, hey, we, we're tracking Wonder Woman. Yeah, so why we don't up. know. And Steve's like, oh, shit. Wasn't expecting her, but okay. And the, there are two things that I found notable about this issue. If, if I were to pull out two things that I liked. One is there is a little history between Steve and Diana. And Steve holds on to a photo of Diana. And there's a, a part where one of his, uh, I guess, one, one of his fellow soldiers looks at the photo and says, you got to get a p- better picture of her, man. And... He says, yeah, I know, but the thing is, this one's mine. Right. And what I like that, that. There's some humanity there in that yeah. he keeps a photo of Diana Prince of Wonder Woman mm-hmm. in which she looks a little awkward and gawky. Yeah. And that's special to him because, like, maybe he took it or it represents a part of their life. Or that's that's the, how he'd like to remember her. Yeah, there's some humanity present. So yeah. I thought that was a nice moment, but th- that's sort of all I have here. And I really just don't understand what's happening other than that. Yeah. At all. And then the other thing that I know is the ends in which the very last page, we have Cheetah, uh, who is an old, old school baddie. She's the rogue gallery for Wonder Woman. So Cheetah is pinning Wonder Woman down. Beautiful artwork. Beautiful, Beautiful artwork page. on that last page. Phenomenal. And Wonder Woman says straight up, Themyscira, I can't find it. It's like, not only is she looking for her origin, but she literally can't find the place where she came from. Like, geographically speaking, can't find Themyscira. And that's interesting. Like, okay, this is no longer just conceptual. Not just, I can't remember where Mm -hmm. I came from, Mm -hmm. but I can't find my house. I can't find my home. Which 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 is interesting. I just don't think that... The writing did a really great job developing that. Fully to make agree. Me care. Fully agree with you. Like that could have been a oh, but I just got there and I was like, okay, you just took me through all those pages to say that. Yeah. Like that. That was. There's no kind of payoff there. There's no kind of. That's not even. A, that wasn't even a cliffhanger. Yeah. It didn't make me go. Oh, what? I wonder what happens next. It was like, okay. So the, the trouble I'm having here is the these books are getting double shipped. And it makes me feel maybe, maybe, maybe that means we have a big story to tell, but we're going to tell it in inches. It's a two ninety nine book, right? Yep. It's only two ninety nine, and so I feel as though someone at DC is attempting to say we're only going to give you a little bit because you only pay a little bit. I, I need, okay. I want to have something more substantial because this book is going to come out two weeks from now. Well, three weeks, three weeks from now. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now, this this issue. I'm, this was like eating a snack. Like I, I had nothing to go on. Yeah. It didn't fill me up in any yeah. way. Yeah. I'd rather. And in, in comparison, going to our other book of the week, which gives us a whole entire story. Yeah. Beginning, from to end. beginning, middle and end and payoff. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's, it's very interesting to compare the two, the big two and how they're going about things right now. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So wonder woman, number one is surprising. As a number one, 
because it is surprisingly absent. There's just not a lot happening here. If this is building towards something, man, I really hope that we take bigger steps. And right now, I, along just to echo what you said, I'm not interested in what happens next because I don't even know where we are now. Yeah, I'm. 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 Like, but I'll. You know, I'd like to give it a couple more. Yeah. Personally. This is a scenario in which I invest fully in the team behind the character. That's, really, what's, that's what's pulling you along? Yeah. Because I love Wonder Woman, but take it or leave it. If it's a bad team behind it, then I'm just not going to read it. Yeah. And I've proved that to myself. But Greg Rucka, I love Greg. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's done, he's done Wonder Woman before, right? I, I you know, it, No, no, no. I think this People is the first time. Punisher. Yeah. Yeah, he did Punisher. Um, right now, he's doing a, a lot of different books, but the one that I love maybe the most is either Lazarus for Image or Black Magic for Image also. Both female protagonists, both of those characters are ass kickers. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems like Greg Rico deserves a shot at, at, at Wonder Woman. So I want to see that happen. I just don't want to see it happen in such tiny steps. I want this to build towards something, but man... This 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 didn't give me anything. So I don't know. I'm feeling a little hesitant. Yeah. A little hesitant. On to the next one. Yeah. <clears throat> now, Power Man and Iron Fist number five. This book is hilarious. <laughs> okay. This yeah, break it down. Put a huge smile on my face. I was reading this comic book <clears throat> and my wife goes, You keep giggling. I was giggling out loud. I was laughing out loud, just kind of like, huh. Uh, she goes, I want to giggle. I said, well, you can read comic books and then mm-hmm. you can giggle also. Um, so I think we have a new illustrator on th- on this issue because I, as I opened the book, the artwork looked a little different to me. This illustrator, by the way, one name only, Flaviano. Flaviano. Not, no first name, no last name, just goes by a Flaviano. single name. So, hey, that's pulling rank. That's cool. Who did this? You know who did this. It's Flaviano. Flaviano did this. That could be potentially problematic. Maybe his name is just <laughs> Flaviano. Who knows? Like, who actually knows? This is the this is the this just the sexual spirit that I inject into reading his name. Basically. Flaviano. <laughs> it could be a she. Who would even know? Absolutely. All right. So, Power Man, Iron Fist. First thing I noticed: new artwork. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm assuming that this is just one story. Or like kind of like a because we just finished the first arc. Feels like a one shot here, and right. as we see, this is a story that ends with the final panel says the end. Yeah, end. Yeah. So um, the quick rundown of what's going on here: Power Man and Iron Fist are back together. Yeah, that's what we found out last time. And last time on it Power Man official. and Iron Fist, they're officially back together. So this book starts off. We get introduced to a couple new characters. We meet Jimbo. Who is the host of the gym of the Yo Jimbo show? We got Karasawa, mm-hmm. Ka- Kura Karasawa. I, I don't know mm-hmm. the producer of the Yo Jimbo show. Um, and apparently, what's going down is there has been an interaction between Power Man, Iron Fist versus Manslaughter Marsdale. So yeah. they've got this YouTube video that's talking about this big rumble that went down and. There's videos all over the place and people are talking about it. So uh, Jimbo's having callers call in, talk about what happened. So he got the first caller calls in. He's like, yo, this was crazy. Yada, yada, yada. This happened. That happened. And, you know, this guy took that. And so apparently Mars uh, Manslaughter Marsdale 
had some sort of interaction with a hot dog cart owner <laughs> and Power Man Iron Fist had to roll up on him. So that's what we all know from this point. Yeah. So from this caller's perspective, you know, he picks up this thing, this cart, and starts throwing it and, you know, Iron Fist has to knuckle him, knuckle him up. Another caller calls in, talks to Jimbo and says, actually, here's how it went down. What went down was you're calling this guy by the wrong name. Yeah. That's not Power Man. Yeah. That's Luke Cage. Loved that. Power Man is actually being used by another person whose secret identity has yet been revealed. So that was interesting from another perspective. So I thought it was cool how they were going through how the whole world is like, pull your phone out and share your perspective, mm-hmm. which is like, that's that's the world we live in right now. Mm-hmm. So we see, you know, Danny Rand and Luke Cage are in this garage and Danny's working on this car. Used to be the fantastic car. Yeah. And, and now he's trying to transform it into being a vehicle for, you know, his his team, which yeah. he wants to call Power Fist. Yeah, he wants to call it the Power Fist. And, <laughs> you know, it's so funny. The interaction between uh, Luke Cage and Danny Rand is great. The, like the dynamic, the back and forth, you know, how Power Man seems to like tolerate him, but he loves him at the same time and they annoy each other. And there's this joke about seatbelts in the car. And he's like, you're indestructible. I don't know why you need seatbelts. Why would you be worried about seatbelts? And as you're reading it, I'm kind of like, yeah, what do you need seatbelts for? You know? So um, we have these these callers calling in, and then we have a third caller, which is actually Manslaughter. Yeah, uh, Manslaughter Marsdale. And they had this part in the book where they're talking about how he had his teeth knocked out. (laughs) So they play up on that by writing it so it sounds like... He has his teeth knocked out. So I don't appreciate you saying I look like the love child between Mr. C and Prince. Rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it, like laugh out loud. Funny. And to, to hear, like to see like the uh, the radio guy back and forth with him and crack jokes kind of reminds me of Charlemagne because I listen to the Very Breakfast much, Club a lot. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like there has to be an influence here. It's the Breakfast Club where we, you know, like this is the kind of conversation that's going to happen in a superhero world right but with like charlemagne the god charlemagne your- that's how charlemagne gets on people like yeah. charlemagne's gonna crack somebody's gonna call in and he goes nah man you know you was doing so and so and so and just like going after him so apparently people are saying that you know uh luke cage can fly now so we're getting all these different angles we're getting all these different perspectives the hot hot dog guy calls in and marsdale saying what he thinks went down but there's a certain point that comes where Luke Cage gets pissed off at Danny Rand and starts yelling at him. Mm-hmm. And you're like, why is he so mad? And Danny's like, I don't understand. I don't get why you're so angry at me. Why are you yelling at me? What are you upset about? So Luke and Danny go to the radio station to kind of nail these things down. That's right. So we have the radio station being the hub of the action and different witnesses trying to explain their angle, their perspective on the story. What I like about this issue is it is a closed book. We, we tell a short story and it's fun. All this is doing is just illustrating Danny Rand and, and Luke Cage and their as relationship. the team and the yeah. relationship. And I get the sense from an editorial level, the reason we have this issue is... I think Marvel wants David Walker and and this team and this these characters to be a piece of the Civil War too, but that doesn't start yet. So it's kind of like, well, we don't have enough time to start a new plot arc yeah. and then just interrupt it with Civil War two business. Right. So let's just tell a little story. And this reminded me of when I would watch a lot of anime series, TV shows, and there would be an episode from time to time 
in the middle of the series that would essentially say, hold on, let's just recap what happened in the past few episodes. We're going to take a break from starting a new arc, Mm -hmm. and we're just going to do a little digest. And usually it's around the premise of all the kids are playing a baseball game, or everyone is going out for a picnic, or you remember that time when we did such and such and X, Y, Z? Oh, yeah, I remember that. And it's really just this condensed storytelling. Mm-hmm. Like, let, let's have a little fun here. Just a fun story. Let's remind people of what's going on just in case you want to get caught up. And then in the next episode, we will actually proceed with a larger narrative. And it felt familiar in that sense. And I thought it was a lot of fun. Seeing the different angles of the story was a lot of fun. Uh, I want to give a shout out to one of our listeners, actually. Um, on Twitter, he goes by at P90s Pickups. And he notes that the characters in the Yojimbo show are all references or allusions to Akira Kurosawa, uh, the the film director who did like Seven Samurai. And though, so we got Jimbo, like y- Yo Jimbo, the show, the Yo Jimbo, the movie. Mm-hmm. Kara Sawa is Kurosawa, mm-hmm. and also um, the first witness, Aaron Showman which would be Rashomon, which was also a, a, a film by Kurosawa. So that's kind of cool. I like those little literary references or cinematic references. Yeah. Uh, that's an eagle eye from P90's pickup. So thanks for pointing that out and sharing that with us. Um, yeah, all, all in all, man, this is just fun. It's just, if I hope this is the issue. spirit that this team has. This is, this is just fun comic book reading. It made me feel great. You know, even when they did the recap of what really happened and, you know, the joke payoff of like, why do you need seatbelts? And then Luke, because Luke, because Danny's driving crazy and Luke gets flung out of the car. And yeah, you know, people why, were convinced that Luke Cage can fly, but actually he was just dropping out of the sky. Right. Yeah. You know, and, you know, the whole, the whole misunderstanding and like how they actually come to the show, come to the show to, to sort it all out and to see Luke Cage how they show how big he is yes. with the illustration, how he's hunched over and like, almost like you look like he's, you can tell he's trying to make himself smaller, but they do a good job of illustrating that he can't, he's just too big. You know what I mean? Yeah. The fight, the fight scene. It's like, if I was a little kid, I would love this book. You know what I mean? Cause all the jokes pay off. You get a good action scene and you get a fun way of them dealing with it by them doing the rope-a-dope by just wearing him out because he p- feels no pain. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't beat him down to the point where he was so tired. I mean, couldn't beat him down until he quit. So they tired him out until he fell out. Yeah. And it, it was, it's just, it's just fun. Like I had a great, great time. And I'm, I'm sorry. The, the last part that was really dope that yeah. I thought was when you see Jessica Jones talking to Luke, Saying, you know what? You guys really do work well together. Yeah. And it was like, wait, say, say what now? She's oh, come around. Hold on. It's like, you cool with this? Yeah. And, you know, Danny was always with it. So I, um, this is like a celebration. Like, it, like this book is just a celebration of saying, hey, guys, it seems like Jimbo represents everybody who ever wanted Power Man and Iron Fist to come back. Yeah. It's like a caricature of that. Cause this last thing is that what's most important is Power Man and Iron Fist are back. And the best is yet to come. It's almost like the writer's talking to you going, hey. Fully. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I, I am excited to have this. It, it's just like you say. It's a celebration of these characters and the spirit that they embody. I'm excited to have this issue as a little breather before we get into something serious. Because, frankly, I'm really hungry to find out where these two fit inside of Civil War II. 
Civil War II is heavy right now. It's real heavy. So I want to know how is, uh, how is Walker going to be able to take these characters to take Power Man and Iron Fist and apply them into something that's real serious. And I'm intrigued. Also, love, love, love the hip-hop references in here. On the cover, Dilla's Donuts yes. is up there in the corner. Also, out to me. In, the, uh, in the garage scenes in the beginning when uh, Danny is working on the Fantastic the Car. The Big Papa shirt. Yeah, yeah. Luke is wearing a Big Papa, uh, a B.I.G. shirt. So I think like th- th- there's just a lot of flavor in this book. It makes me enjoy it a lot. And especially so because it's different from other books that Marvel's putting out. Yeah. It just feels different. It's different from DC's books as well. This is, this is the sort of thing that I want out of... Um, what is the one Walker is doing that you picked up? Um, Nighthawk? Nighthawk. These are the kinds of things that I, I think want. Nighthawk is a different in tone for sure. I think do- Nighthawk it's, is... It's, it's, it's more... It's way more serious. Far more grim. Absolutely. Seems. Absolutely. But it's... You know, I want to see that sort of detail. I want to see that sort of passion come through in Nighthawk. It's the reason that I'm in, in excited to pick up Nighthawk, even though I wasn't thrilled on that first issue. Is I'm, I am getting very excited by David Walker. And that's because of Power Man and Iron Fist. This issue is a really great one-off. It's a lot of fun. If you were to skip it, you're not going to miss on any actual story or character building. But don't skip it. This is is the element of these characters. And I will say, I actually really like the, uh, the, our other illustrator. Uh, Flaviano is is great and gives a a, a really cool feeling. But I I miss the other illustrator who did the cover, I believe. I just Mm -hmm. really like the way they look. They're both really good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and it's and the thing is about this artwork is it's unique. Yes, it is. Yep. Yeah. So that's the that's it for this week. Books of the week for next week mm-hmm. are going to be. Um, what did we say? We just talked about this a second. I ago. think what we're doing is Spider Man. What is yep. that? Spider Man number five. So let me just check on my little app here. We've got Spider Man number five, and we've also got Black Panther number three. Oh, finally, Wish Upon a Star. Yes. And Tanahasi Coates will. Give this to the people. We've been waiting for Black Panther 3 for a little while. Mm-hmm. Honorable mention, Dark Knight 3, the Master Race number 5. That's right. So you can pick that up too. We might mention that a little bit. But the, the main books are Black Panther number 3, Spider-Man number 5, um, Honorable mention, Dark Knight 3, the Master Race number 5. And if you want to do some extra credit and go the distance, because I think it's worth doing, the vision, Tom King's vision... Trade paperback, first, I think, five or six issues comes out. I got to catch up. That book is stunning. To give you reference, Tom King's the same guy who's writing Batman. That's no, right. Is, is it? Yes, it is. Okay. Yes, it is. Yep. And and Tom King has received praise from ta Coates. This is the best comic Marvel's putting out right By now. By the way, ta Coates is the guy who's writing Black Panther. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's it, The vision is amazing for it to be collected. Please don't avoid that. Ignore that. It is so good. Boom. Yeah. All right, tell people where you can find you on the internet. Adam. Hey, ho, hey. Internet. Yeah, internet. Uh, you can find me on the internet sleeping uh, 140 characters at a time <laughs> on Instagram and on Twitter at Adam Teteris, A D A M T E T E R U S. Hit me up online. Where, where can we find you on the internet? Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. All the same, John. Octavius A. Newman, O-C-T, at O-C-T-A-V-I-U-S-A-N-E-W-M-A-N. Hit us up. Remember, hashtag AskCBJ. Ask us whatever you want. Send your emails to comicbookjunto at barefruit.com. Hashtag comicbookjunto. 
keep the conversation going, pick up the books of the week, um, <clears throat> talk to us on the Twitters. And they're, uh, <laughs> I got the Twitters. Remember that one? No, I got the Twitters. I man. got the Twitters. I saw. I got a bad case of the Twitters. Oh man, I'm sorry. I think that. I ate something rough. Huh? Yeah, that's rough, man. The Twitters ain't no joke. <laughs> no, no, it's not. I think I, I had a jawbone. <laughs> I, I got all right, a bad case all right. Let's stop this before it gets out of control. <laughs> we love you guys. We got to run longer episode next week. Until next time, peace. Ruff, ruff, ruff.